0: So um, it's, it's, it's a year long program, um, you are in India, What what you come back, um, you continue doing, do you combine that time with any other experiences there in Germany? Mm.
1: I mean not really, as I've said, I think Germany is one of the best places to study really. Yeah. And so we are really enjoying that experience. Mm. Um, just as a student, everything is set up for you to succeed as mm. a student.
0: Mm. The,
1: the thing I found most fascinating is that on Saturday, no, Friday evening on Saturday, the bus schedules for the city are calibrated to fit the social life of the students. Oh. Seriously. So they're like bus bus routes that pass students' hostels. Jeez. On sa- Friday evening, they pass the nightclubs and the... <laughs> they change the schedule so that students can go out and have fun and come back safely that was like wow um I want, everything I, I said is set up for you to succeed
0: have, I, I want a repeat of life
1: i'm telling just you just to
0: go back just to Germany. it was no, that's um, really it was not, yeah, yeah, yeah there has, like
1: stress-free study yeah excellent facility as i've said yeah you know as i had a scholarship so you don't think about healthcare you yeah. think
0: about No, it's really nice. And you're in your late 20s, mid um, 20s, late 20s. Late 20s, late 20s,
1: early 30s. Yeah. um, The masters, I was, oh. Oh, late twenties, actually.
0: L- late twenties. Yeah. So, you're, you're kind of at a good space mentally, yeah. Um, experience-wise. Experience, yeah, you're mature enough to want to have fun, to go out, to yeah. to do those kinds of things, it's to socialize, things. and focus exactly. At, and the,
1: the connectivity of the of the country, mm. like we went, I don't know, to Austria, we went to Switzerland, we went to Italy, mm. we went to, because you could just wake up like yeah. on the weekend and say, we're taking a train to Switzerland.
0: And the Shenzhen countries are literally... just
1: like, f- you take a fast train, you don't know how many hours you have to board, then yeah. you cross over, you have fun, you come back, take a train. So your weekend.
0: weekends were really nice,
1: huh? They were really nice. Like even just just like traveling within the region. Yeah. So because transport was cheap, mm. we had a student card that would get you a discount on the trains. Oh, so wow. it was like, um yeah, a very, very good time. This that one, year, year, huh? one year, yeah, one year. <laughs> um, ha- the, social, the, like, the social and the whole, imagine it in a you know, different culture different country.
0: yeah yeah did you have good. other other people that <laughs> are from this region that you traveled with
1: yeah so there? the master's course was an international master's course mm-hmm. it was in english mm-hmm. that's one thing which, that's really nice which was nice we didn't yeah. have we learned german just to yeah, go a restaurant and, mm-hmm. and get by mm-hmm. but then the, the whole course was in english so mm-hmm. we had students from different parts of africa mm-hmm. I think about eight africans mm-hmm. Uh, students from different parts of asia mm-hmm. another eight or ten mm-hmm and then um, some from different parts of Europe, especially Eastern Europe,
0: mm.
1: and then a few Germans. Mm-hmm. So we were lots of Africans, lots of Asians, mm. um, Eastern Europe, and then mm-hmm. uh, a, few, Locals.
0: Uh, a few Germans, mm.
1: Yeah, maybe three or four. Mm. So that was, the, that was the master's course, 25. Mm. And as I've said, very intense, mm. uh, very involving, mm. but also very interesting. Mm. It, was a, it, it was a different kind of uh, experience as a student mm. because I got 99% in an exam several times oh, like 99%. How do you get 99% in in, a, in an exam in it, a master? Yeah. Because one thing which was like so interesting was that number one you're not an, you're not a walking encyclopedia. Mm. So you don't need to know everything. Mm. You need to know where to find information mm. at the time when you need it. Mm. So they invested a lot in teaching us how to find information. Mm. So I don't need to know much about a subject. Mm-hmm. I just need to know where are the right places to look for information about that subject mm-hmm. and then be able to read and synthesize mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and come Generally. up with facts yeah. about about mm-hmm. the subject. Mm-hmm. That was liberating mm-hmm. because in medical school mm-hmm. you had to remember the nerve and
0: and store it. and all this
1: and store like mm-hmm. these mountains of information and then mm-hmm. you regurgitate on a mm-hmm. piece of paper mm-hmm. and then you get 50% mm-hmm. or 50%. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was the first thing you don't need to be you're not a walking encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. The second thing was Every answer potentially is right as long as you can defend, defend it. Yeah. So there was no wrong or, or right, right answers mm. in the master's course. Mm. Every answer could be mm. defended. Mm-hmm. And the, the lecturer would read it and say, okay, mm. fair enough. Mm. So this one I you get to pass. Yeah, exactly. So there was mm. like, no, this one, X, Y. Mm. So we got 99 percent mm. in exams mm. <laughs> in the master's. That was strange. Very like very um,
0: interesting, yeah.
1: Uh, very interesting. So mm and then as, as you said it was very uh, it was a new way of learning mm. very collaborative You mm. had lots of group work in mm. your know, presentations mm. you it was a, it, a very like sort of a breath of fresh air from mm. sitting on somebody's
0: mm. and mm. you're scribbling mm. furiously mm. notes
1: that you go back and read mm. it, was, it was completely different
0: and you noticed you know? experienced <clears throat> work uh, a bit of work life so your you had mm. matured you had your you are no longer just a uh, full-time student, yeah. you you had seen what studies can what actually do. Can you, do, you know, you'd, yeah. you'd put it into practice. So it was, the theory had been put into practice for quite a bit of time, yeah, in a real way. And you taught as well. I had taught as well. Yeah, yeah. I had taught.
1: Mm. So they would give us group work, presentations, mm. it was a very nice, very mm. nice course. But then I think, um, I think my yeah. evolution as a person mm. really took root. Mm. During that one year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, when I think about a person, is, as an African to mm-hmm. begin with. I think that's when my African identity mm. became so obvious to me, mm. and I started seeing the world differently. Mm. Because when you're here, you're here, you are, we are all you know Africans, mm. and you don't see,
0: mm.
1: you know, like the, the, the how you're perceived maybe mm-hmm. by other people, mm. and how some things which we do without thinking how harmful they are Mm. to our psyche, but Mm. also to the whole. Mm. So that was really my awakening as an African happened in Mm -hmm. Germany. Mm. Now, I mentioned earlier when I went to medical school, I was this like social mouse, like Mm. very quiet, like Mm. somewhere there in the corner. Mm. I was, I didn't have like lots of friends and like, so I was like this person who had come from a Catholic boarding school. That was me in medical school. Mm. Now, when I was posted as a doctor Mm. in this, place where I spent three years. Mm -hmm. That's when I started, like, talking to people. Mm. Because when you go to church, Mm. they would say, we recognize the presence of the doctors from the Doctor, do you want to come and say something to the people? The first time I went to church, I was like, oh, my God. They said, Doctor, you know, come up. You know, we have new doctors. The church starts clapping. Mm. I was sitting at the back. I was like, I have to walk from the back Mm. and go to the front of the church and say something. Mm. Oh my God! If there was a way that this, the earth would swallow me,
0: you. I would have
1: like clicked something and the earth would swallow me. Mm. I was terrified, mm. and then I got up. I was like, "Okay, look here. You are a doctor. They are they are welcoming you to this community. They have mm. announced you in charge. Mm. So get up." I got out of my seat. Mm. I walked in front,
0: mm.
1: and I had to give a little speech, and that was that was like um, also like a liberating experience. Mm. But it was also something i started becoming conscious about who i am mm. not everybody gets announced in church that mm. we recognize the presence it's the mps and i don't know who exactly. else so i was like okay it means something for me to be a doctor mm. in this community so i mm. need to embrace it and maybe mm. acknowledge mm. the responsibility that comes with that mm. you go for a wedding mm funeral mm. so I knew now after that experience I knew that everywhere I go mm. there'll be an expectation mm. that I'll say something so I have to figure yeah. out what am I going to say mm. so now instead of being caught off guard mm. when I would go for anything I would be prepared mm. if it's a wedding it's a colleague whatever mm. it is okay I can talk about this then I'll say oh you know we now have HIV testing we test on Tuesdays and Friday mm. but the cost is like this so it's free mm. so I would, I would use it as an opportunity to mm. say things mm. that were relevant to mm. the community mm. Uh there's a new program of you know, national immunization days and, mm. you know, we are doing this or the other, or we started mm. testing for diabetes, so I, I would add other things, mm. if I was asked given an opportunity, but I knew that this was coming. Mm. But I think one of the things which I can say has helped me in life is to, like, constantly self-reflect and say, what what is, what, what is try to find meaning in things. Mm. So I'm being called to talk to people in the church and mm. I say, okay, this means something mm. like what is the thought process behind the person who called me yeah and what does this mean for me but also for my work
0: mm. and mm. other
1: things so i learned to speak mm. to people mm. when i was sharing party is what mm-hmm. now i go to germany mm. and um, in the first <laughs> first lecture that we had we were asked to introduce ourselves. So we're sitting in a, in a U. Mm. And so you'd start and say, okay, I'm so-and-so, and this is where I come from, this is how old I am, this is my experience, this is my expectation, and um, anything. Like, what do, you, what do you have to contribute to the training? Mm. Like, based on your on your experience. Mm. So I'm sitting in this class. As I've said, we're about eight Africans. Mm. And then there was a lady, she, she later became my friend. Mm. She was from Croatia. Mm-hmm. So the first African that spoke, I don't remember, I think it was probably somebody from Ghana. We had people from Ghana, Cameroon, mm. and myself. My future husband was from Burkina Faso. Oh. He was in the same class. Right. So um, so the person, I think from Ghana, talks. Mm. As soon as he finishes talking, there were like a German who had, talk, who had mm. spoken. There mm. was an Asian who had spoken. Mm-hmm. Now the African speaks. Mm. This Croatian woman stands up and says, Africa has so many problems, you know, in Africa, Africa, this, Africa. I'm like, what? Africa, what is this woman talking about? Who is she? She's from Croatia. So who is she to talk about Africa? So the first person from Ghana talks, this woman says, can I add something? In Africa, people are very poor. There are so many problems. Okay, I keep quiet. The next person talks, the next person, the next African to speak. Can I add something? You know, when I was in Africa, I'm looking at this woman, I keep quiet. The third time she did it, I said, excuse me, you look at the lecturer. I said, can you stop talking about Africa? Can you let the Africans talk about Africa? What is Africa? Because as I said, I had never even thought about what does Africa mean? It's easy to say Africa. What is Africa? Because before I left, I never saw myself as an African. I was a woman from Uganda. From Uganda. Now they're saying Africa.
0: Now you so I say what does this
1: what is what is this thing called Africa what does it mean like mm. who are you I mm. said I am from Uganda mm. I'm from Bushi Western mm. Uganda I'm colleague mm. so when you say Africa what do you mean mm. I said there are so many countries in Africa there are so many tribes like there's nothing like an African experience and even though it was there let us the Africans talk about this who are you? Everybody like pin drop silence. I was surprised at myself that I could say that. Because I was I don't think I'd ever had any such courage in my whole life. But somehow something kept on saying, What? Like don't let this go, don't let this go. Pin drop silence. So the lecturer like recovered quickly and said, Ah, you know, I think she's she's right. Let's focus on our own experiences, and then perhaps when we reach, uh, when we start talking about X, Y, Z, then uh, you know we can start getting perspectives from people who have in this and that. But you see, for me, that was one of the realizations that people talk about Africa for us, and they have no right. Because they don't know what Africa is,
0: they have not lived reality. <laughs> they lived don't. They don't. Yeah. This
1: woman had spent three months in yeah. Ivory Coast as a visitor. As a visitor, mm. she had got an Ivorian boyfriend. I think. Mm. I said that's Ivory Coast three months. Mm. I said I grew up. I was born, raised, studied, mm. lived, mm. worked. Mm. <laughs> so, like, mm. you don't know anything about Africa. So just stop it. So when when the session ended and went for break now all the africans came said i thank you so much thank you for saying it i was getting really angry and i was feeling like what is she talking about like what like thank you so much that that thing you said.' so i was like okay so this was appreciated and the appreciation was more like this needed to be said and somebody said it oh my god from that time i think you became liberated like completely liberated
0: embracing your pan-african identity
1: Yes, Why While yes. in Germany. While in Germany. It
0: took... <laughs> but it, it takes such uh, moments. Yes. Mm.
1: And yeah. I said no one is going to talk about mm. us mm. anymore. Mm. And of course, they still do. They but still do. They still do. And mm. they don't realize that mm. they, are, they shouldn't.
0: It's the Chinua Achebe exactly. quote. That unless the lion... Tells its own story. Tell its own story. Yeah. Yeah. The hunter will always be glorified in this case she's the hunter she's the hunter she's
1: the hunter three months and yeah and she knows about Africa. she
0: knows about and
1: that's how global health works you find people who they come for three months short stints and they become african experts african experts even though their stint was in Barara, yeah in western uganda they become a a ugandan expert
0: exactly and
1: then the system allows it yeah to happen
0: i i I like that you caught that i i don't know it's I, i like again that the, your conscience was pricked in a good way there, yeah. because then, and I know we will talk about it as we continue, you become an advocate for decolonizing development really strongly, and uh, it's those. Now I can tell the roots.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you can tell some of the roots. You were can there. tell some of the
1: roots. Yes. Yeah.